Hello, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Direct Input Podcast. Today is Thursday, November 2nd in the year 2017. We are here at Metal Thursday, number 358. Christopher Farmery, how's it feel to be here tonight? People keep calling me Christopher, dude. How long have you known me? Almost like 20 years. What's wrong with being Christopher? My name isn't fucking Christopher. Well, what the fuck is it? It's Chris, right? Christian? <laughs> well, you're going to have to get, a, get the birth certificate out of me to find out. <laughs> Christoph. No? You can call me Chris like you always have. All right, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> What's it mean to play with Immolation tonight? It means a lot. I mean, one of the fucking most legendary American death metal bands in existence. Um, been a big fan since 96 when I just went to Newbury Comics and picked out uh, Here and After because it looked fucking great and it was amazing and I listened to it like 10,000 times been a huge fan ever since what's your favorite album by them? oh boy uh, it might have to be close to a world below um, but uh, I don't know Unholy Cults uh, that's tough I'm gonna go with Unholy Cult that's the one I probably spun the most when it came out. Like, I listen to that nonstop. What's the one song you'll absolutely lose your shit to if they play it tonight? Nailed to Gold. First one I ever heard, and it's just, like, so fucking brutal. I mean, the, the best lyrics. I mean, how can you not? That chorus stuck with me from the first time that I heard it. How's it feel to be back in the saddle playing in a metal band? You took about five, six years off. Six and a half years, yeah. It feels really good. Um, it's, you know... Getting back into it at, uh, you know, almost, you know, in my late 30s now, it's it's a little more difficult uh, fitting it into the schedule and, you know, moving gear around all the time and stuff. But, uh, you know what, it feels good. So you got any more shows lined up th- uh, before the end of the year with Summon and Hate? Not at the moment. Uh, it doesn't mean that we won't, you know, ex- accept some if a good offer comes. But, uh, I mean, right now I think we're probably going to, you know, after the show, get back into the jam room and work on some new songs and see where that leads us. Any notable more uh, Metal Thursday shows coming up, too, that we should know about? Um, yeah, in two weeks we got another really good death metal show, uh, Percussor and uh, Reek and Crypitus. Um, that's on the 16th of November. Um uh, When's that Tomb Mold show? That's actually Tuesday the 14th, I think. So it is a Tuesday, not technically a Metal Thursday. Yeah, it's either a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I'm, you know, I don't have the calendar in front of me, and there's so many, you know, as you know, we work, work on like, you know, like two dozen dates at a time, so. <laughs> Isn't there a, an allegation of potential drive-by Bukaki gig on the calendar? Uh, yeah, that would be on the eve of my 38th birthday. Um, so at midnight on December 14th slash 15th, um, that's when that momentous occasion will be. And, uh, yes, there is a Metal Thursday that night. How old are you going to be? I, I just said 38. All right. I didn't think I heard that right. <laughs> I got feedback here. Yeah. And I think it's also Brian from DBB's birthday and, um, Becky Marie's birthday the night before. So, yeah, we're going to have a, a good, good old drunken time and, uh, you know... I look forward to it. I'm going I'm to meander around here some more and talk to the other acts. Always a pleasure to, to have you on, even though you hate being called Christopher. Mike Z, why you look so miserable tonight? Because I'm happy. <laughs> What's going on? Can I interview you for Direct Input Podcast? Sure. How's it feel to be here tonight opening up for Immolation? I am so excited. This is uh, the event of the year. 
What's your name and what do you do? I am Mike. I'm from Desolate. I play the drums and I love it. What do you love about playing the drums a million miles per hour? What do you get out of that? I get everything out of it. It's so much satisfaction and uh, I've been doing it for so long I couldn't think of doing anything else. What do you do with yourself when you're not playing drums? Sleep. <laughs> That's it? Just sleep? No, no. Uh, I work and I have kids and you know, so I'm pretty busy. But what time you wake up in the morning? 2.30 a.m. Jesus Christ, what are you doing that for? Because I got to work two jobs to survive. What, what do you do for work? Uh, I do paper delivery at 2.30 in the morning, and then I go and I work for a DPW in the afternoon or morning through afternoon. So, You feel good about times and conditions right now in this country? Uh, things are pretty sketchy, but, you know, um, we hope the president will pull us through all this, you know, and we'll see what happens. What do you hope to be uh, with Desolate next year? Uh, well, we hope to get our, uh, we're putting out a new CD, hopefully. We still got to record it. We're going to do that over the winter. And hopefully we'll have it out by the spring. And we expect to play a lot of shows, maybe a mini tour in the summertime. Are you doing anything else that we should know about? Any other projects? Uh, I am in another band called Northern, formerly known as Cold Northern Vengeance. And uh, I've been in that band for a little over a year now. And we got a CD coming out probably within a month or two. And you played on it and everything? Yeah, I played all the drums on it. Feel good about it? Yeah, I feel great about it. You, you're going to die when you hear it. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not all about you up there, buddy. Take it easy up there with that mic check. I want to talk about Northern. I, I think Cold Northern, like, the Arising Dungeon Colts, one of my favorite demos ever. Fucking, um, but uh, ultimately, fucking, it's like a whole new band. There's no more junkies in the band, I'm told. That's a plus. Yep, absolutely. How, how long have you been doing uh, Northern for? What, and what's that involved? Is, uh, are you guys playing up in New Hampshire? Yep, we're playing with uh, Carnivore AD on uh, November 17th, I think it is. Uh, that's going to be a great show. We're playing with Candy Striper Death Orgy and a couple other bands. Um, you know, we're going to hopefully tour with Desolate this summer and stuff and, uh, and make a thing of it. You know, I'll be doing double duty, but I can handle it. So we want to do both bands on tour at the same time. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hey, right. yeah, see. We'll see if it pans out, you know. Hopefully you get double double the buyout, double the pizza or something. <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to need it. Right? <laughs> well, I'm here now with Mr. Jerry Orn, the bass player of Desolate, also of Conclave, one of my favorite bass players around. Thanks for being here tonight, Jerry. What's it mean to be here, to be opening up with Emulation? Oh, this is... Thanks, Josh. We're cranked to be here. This is going to be an amazing show. We're psyched to be asked to play it, and we're just we're we're going to give it give it our all. The uh, Immolation is just an amazing band. It's a great place. We're just cranked to be here. Cranked to be part of it. You cranked? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean, like to ten? Or like on fucking drugs? Oh no, no, no drugs. I don't have time for that. <laughs> no. What do you do for work? I drive a tractor trailer. What type? What do you haul? Uh, chemical. It's a chemical tanker. I, yeah, I hauled. Um, th this morning I had sulfuric acid. This afternoon I had 200 proof ethanol. And really? And now I'm here playing with immolation. <laughs> well, there's a big fire the other day on 495 North. Chemical fire. It wasn't me. It wasn't you? <laughs> no, I had nothing to do with it. What do you wear for personal protection? Uh, depends what I'm. This morning, yeah. this, this morning I looked like a uh, spaceman. Yeah. Oh yeah, face shield, head to toe. Tyvek cover all that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, all of it. You name it. Face shield, rubber boots, all of it. Yeah. 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 So fucking, they let you grow your hair long and everything. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, there's actually a no beard policy at my company, but yeah, we um, get around these things. Yeah, because you know you're. It's no shave November, by the way, too. I wasn't aware of that. I've I've kind of been having no shave decade <laughs> up up until recently. <laughs> Believe it's for the prostate cancer. Oh, good awareness. I, I'm aware of the prostate. Yes. Yeah, no. I tried to get checked for that once, and the doctor was like, I'm not checking you for that. You do that yourself. I'm like, all right, fine. Figuring, I don't know what to do, you know? You doing desolate? Fucking, you've been doing, how long you been in, in desolate for, by the way? Um, well, our first demo was around, what, 92, was it? Was the, the, yeah, we, we were around, like, 91, 92, and um, we had... Um, we did a couple demos and some other recordings and a ton of shows, and we we split up uh, 96, 97 or so, and we got back together about four years ago. We got, um, there's a comp CD out of our old stuff, and we got uh, the Imperator of Flames album. It's going on two years old now, and we're going to be going in the studio this winter to record our next one. But, and you're also doing Conclave, too? Uh, yeah, yep. Um, Conclave started, um, it's been about three years now. We got a uh, EP out and a full-length album, um, Sins of the Elders, and we're going to be going in, um, well, we're kind of reconstructuring, rebuilding. Yeah, re reconstructuring. That's, that's wow, the, this is the Civil War. It's the Civil War. Yeah, that's that's not a word. <laughs> we're, we're kind of in rebuilding stage, and we're going to be... Um, Hopefully by summertime we'll, we'll be out uh, raising hell again. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what you guys do in the summertime. Fucking, I hope you guys get to like the West Coast or something. Fuck, I think a lot of people out in Oregon and fucking uh, Washington and all that stuff will fucking love you guys. Fucking heavy fast bonds. Fucking yeah, that that would not break my heart. Yeah. You got uh, regarding Con uh, Conclave though. You're doing another album with them too. I take it. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got a couple of shows coming up uh, end of the round out this year. We're doing uh, Noise Mageddon with Desolate. We're doing Double Duty on Sunday, the 19th. Where's Noise Mageddon? Uh, that's the Bungalow in Manchester. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, the day before that, the 18th, we're going to be at Geno's in Portland. Oh, no shit. Yep, yep. It's going to be a good weekend up north. And then um, and then that's, uh, I think that's it for, the, for Conclave for the rest of the year. Um, we're going to be doing the Desolate record. Um, hopefully very, very soon. And then, um, and then a Conclave record in the spring, hopefully. So Mike, while I got you here, how many songs going to be in the next Desolate album, you think? I think there's going to be six or seven, but it's going to be almost close to an hour of music. The songs are pretty long. Really? Yeah. And we're redoing an old one too. So kind of like we did on the last album. So. Why are these songs longer than the other stuff now? Why are they what? I'm sorry. Longer. Uh, some are, some aren't. I mean, um, we, we've got some that are seven, eight minutes. We get a couple that are five minutes. It just, how, however, the, however, uh, the songs sometimes write themselves. You know what I mean? You just gotta kind of find it. You guys playing in fucking Fitchburg or something or Lemonster? Where you guys practice? Uh, we're actually moving into a space in Fitchburg when we leave here tonight. So. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, big occasion, huh? Yeah, we just we just got it. We just got the we've been on a waiting list for this rehearsal room. We've been practicing at uh, my house, Mike's house, uh, you know, anywhere we can, um, kind of fitting into other people's rehearsal rooms here and there. But we finally 
we're on a waiting list for a while. We're moving into our own room. Well, we're sharing a room, but we're moving in, into a room in Fitchburg. Uh, With Ron and Faces and all them? Uh, different room, same building, yes. That's where Abner Malley recorded the fucking um, the, right. uh, Collective Calm EP. With Rutro, yeah, I know, I know that little area. Yep. Some heavy hitters down in that in that little complex there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, and it's funny because it's right around, it's right um, right down the street from the old Club 490 that we all used to play. It was an all ages place years ago. We used to play there when we were teenagers, you know, doing doing thrash and, and early death metal way back when. And it's and we're right back in the old neighborhood. I hear they put orange soda in the tomato sauce at that pizza joint across the street over there. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, it's just it's word on the street, you know. I'll just pass that information on to you guys. We'll have a great move. I can't wait to see you guys tonight. You're probably going to kill everybody. I don't even know why anybody else to show it up because you guys are going to kill them. Fucking like, you guys rule. You guys are awesome. <laughs> we, uh, we'll do our best to not. We'll do our best to not let you down. Oh, well, don't worry about me. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Yeah, anytime. Oh yeah, I'll be meandering. We'll All be right. talking. That's cool, man. Miss Jackie, how are you, Jackie? Can I do you for direct input podcast? Sure. I'm not that interesting, but I'll give it a whack. I found it interesting though that you got clubbed in the spine like a week ago while watching Savage Master. <laughs> Would you care to uh, recant that tale? It was an elbow to the spine, and somebody kind of, I don't know, got really excited and tried to start a mosh pit by themselves, like, directly behind me. Is that always a good idea to do that? No, because I ended up spilling my freshly poured vodka beverage all over the people's jackets that were directly underneath me, (laughs) which uh, included the person who elbowed me in the back, but their jacket was spared. They actually didn't get any vodka beverage on their jacket, which I was kind of pissed about. I I was kind of hoping theirs would get it too, but it didn't happen that way. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but whatever. But, you know... Did that person at least buy you a drink? No, they didn't, but... Come on! I know. Well, it was at the end of the night, and I did... uh, I guess remind them of mosh etiquette. We had a good talk, and it's all, it's all good now. What would you, how would you describe mosh etiquette? Well, number one, if you're, like, I don't know, feeling a certain kind of way, you shouldn't just start elbowing people in the back hoping to elicit some kind of reaction, which I think they wanted a shove fest, which is, I don't get it. I'm more of, like, a, a circle pit kind of than a push pit weirdness hybrid, whatever the fuck he was trying to do. Isn't it weird that we have classifications and micro-taxonomies yeah. of mosh pits now? You know, that's what the human brain does. It makes sense of things. It categorizes shit, you know what I mean? The, the sub-genres of fucking pushing people around and shit, so whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, it's tough up here, though. You got three stanchions pretty much right in the general vicinity of any sort of fucking view. Yeah. So, you know, and you can't necessarily circle around them. I mean, you could. It ain't ideal. Yeah, but, like, if you have people, like, right in front of you, they can't see what you're doing. So maybe if you just freak out, like, so, like, savagely and awesomely, you'll inspire others just to freak out, too, and then it will organically happen rather than just shove people and be like, come on, you didn't see it coming, but I don't know. I'm old, so I guess I guess I'm a fucking square. No, you're not square. You're fucking <laughs> upright and fucking, you know, for the most part, fucking a human, right? Yeah, I just don't like dumping my drink on people's shit and getting elbowed in the back. Well, recently, last weekend, you appeared on the stage for uh, covers, <laughs> if I if I might add. Fucking, I was out of town, unfortunately, and I missed it. But what, what exactly did you perform? So, uh, we were, I was in the, the front of 
convoluted female sibling, which was a Twisted Sister cover band, a cover experience, if you will. So we looked the part, we um, taught some motherfuckers how to have a good time, and it was pretty awesome. You think you did a good job? Did you succeed in your mission? I think so, because um, Ren actually posted like a little video and hashtagged uh, Twisted Sisters official Instagram, and they commented back like the high ten sign. So, I guess we got the blessing from the father. So, so I guess we did good. I hear D. Snyder lives in Bellingham, actually. I know. So that would have been pretty crazy if he showed up incognito, but that would just be way too awesome that the world would have to just end, and so I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. I heard that they partly retired because he was just so wrecked from, like, headbanging and shit over the years and, like, you know, couldn't really, like, play as hard with Twisted Sister as, like, you know... He could or should, you know what I mean? But they're all pretty up there, you know what I mean? They started in, like, the early 70s, so, and he was the youngest one. He didn't do drugs or anything like that, but he worked out, and he they, like, were a working band, like, a real working band. Like, they packed stadiums, like, you know, in the outer, outside of New York City, but they they worked every day and made a shit ton of money and a lot of fans and stuff, so... I don't know. Maybe after a while you just, like, don't want to do it so intensely, you know. I'm not going to question his love of rock and roll just because he's, you know, older and wants to take it easy, you know. Anybody who doesn't like Twisted Sister should watch their documentary on Netflix. Oh, my God, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's inspired, you know, my podcast that's in eternal sleep right now. But, yeah, also, it's like, dude, who doesn't like fucking the fantasy of rock and roll? I like glam. That's my guilty pleasure, and I don't fucking... It's not even that guilty. I kind of, like, advertise it. It's just... It's fun, and I just love the fact that they just didn't take any shit from anybody, and they did their own thing, so... Yeah, well, that's glam for you in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, you know, who doesn't want to, like, strut around all painted up, screaming at people, and, you know, asserting that rock and roll is the way to go, you know? I don't know about that. It's a lot of work to get done up like Caesar, you know? A lot of maintenance there. Believe me, I had to do the makeup for myself and then everybody else in the band, but um, I did my outfit, and um, Matt Smith was, like, the J.J. French of the band, so I did his, but everybody else put an awesome outfit together. John, the bass player, he took it to the next level, so the shit, he, he, like, put the tassels on his leg, his, uh, his spandex, he made his own vest, his own crop vest and stuff, so I was like, shit, I gotta set my game up. So he actually, he inspired me to make our outfits even better. So that was cool. Well, very good. You excited for tonight, Immolation? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah I am. That's why I came dir- over here dirty from the gym. I just... You think these guys are any good? Uh, you know, <laughs> Jerry's still out on that one, you know. I've heard they've been around a little bit, so, you know. Yeah. What do you think of this pool table right here? Oh, don't don't get me started. Every time somebody's like goes near it and like wants to tear it asunder, part of me is like, yeah, but I'm like, you can't do it while we're here. You can't do it. Like, let the poetry people do it on Monday or something like that. Somebody else has to destroy it. Can't have anything to do with us. It might be a little bit too much competition for the poetry people. I, I know they, they they're intense folk, man. Don't 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 discount them. They're I hear they're a little on the uppity side, so maybe they they'll just fucking. I don't know, lose their shit with their jazz hands and fuck it up. It's tough right here. We're going to try to get some other people. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. Always a pleasure.
bother you. I didn't know if I could ask you a couple questions for my podcast. Sure. I do. I DJ and shit and do the lights and stuff. Fucking, you, your first time playing actually uh, with Immolation at Ralph's, right? Yes, first time with Immolation. We were here two years ago with Gospel of the Witches, but first time with Immolation. Yeah. You might have to go back over there real quick. You want to talk? So fucking, because uh, you guys have played fucking Palladium for like... 30 years or some shit. Yeah, I'm, it's cool that they have a different venue here now, you know. It's a, this is a cool place. When we played here with Gospel, we were like, wow, this is a really cool place, good vibe. You could tell they do shows regularly here. So, um, yeah, that's when we met Kevin and these guys. So they said, hey, any chance Emma would play here? I said, absolutely, you know, and this was the perfect opportunity. So here we are. <laughs> so you guys are from Yonkers. Whatever happened to Death Rune? To Death Rune? Yeah. Oh, they broke up freaking years ago. I mean, Are they still doing stuff, though? Like, them guys, they doing anything? No. The, uh, Mike from Death Rune was with Incantation for a while, you know, oh, for a short spell. Uh, and the other guys, uh, Kelly Kelly was doing some other stuff, the singer. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't think any of them are really doing anything musically, so. Uh, did you ever play a show with that band Phantom Warrior? Phantom Warrior? I don't from know. Jersey, it was like 86 thrash. They got the fucking... I don't know. Doesn't ring a bell. Ring a bell. <laughs> All right, see, I just name drop shit like this. Fucking, you got a favorite malignancy song? A song that of malignancy all, everybody should know? Well, the EP is good. The new EP is good that this came out. Uh, you guys got more, you know, like, fucking Roger, obviously, with fucking Mortician and shit like that was a common thread back then, yeah, you know? The uterine uh, cannibalism is a good one. Yeah. Uh, and what were you saying about Roger? Just in general, just shooting, you know, chewing the fat on Roger. Yeah, we know Roger forever. Is he still around? Fuck, is he still doing that prosthetic cunt stuff? I don't know. I haven't seen Roger in forever, dude. Oh, <laughs> Roger, like, moved. Oh, really? I, I don't see that, dude. Yeah. I seen him at Will's wedding, you know, that was it. <laughs> How was Will's wedding? It was good. You guys, like, cold hands and stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like... I don't know, like, did you guys all get patched up and stuff? Like, fucking, when you have to... Get what? Get all patched up with the NYDM stuff? I don't know, I'm not NYDM. Okay, all right. We don't really have that up here. Like, you know, Massachusetts and all that, you know. Um, What was it like working with Olympic Records? Awesome or fucking terrible? It was cool for a hot minute. They pretty much went under, and we went with Century Media. Yeah? Yeah. And everything's been, like, gravy since then, you think? Great. Blast, yeah. Yeah, since you play a blast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. All right, you guys still like, uh, I don't know. Fucking, I don't want to make you guys too uncomfortable with fucking questions and well, shit like no, that. Ahead, I was just going to ask if fucking John, uh, John Finberg's like an asshole or just like a, gr- like a guy that gets you paid, you know? He's, he's been our agent for like 25 years. So, you know, he's, he's, he could be difficult to deal with, I guess, for some people. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's what he does. That's his but it's business, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have a business relationship with him. We know him for forever. We know him for 25 years. He's been dealing with us and a lot of bands for years. So, I mean, you know. It is what it is, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear it. But you guys don't have any other manager. Like, he's like the agent pretty much. We don't have much. any managers, no. We have him as a U.S. agent. We have another agent for Europe. Okay, cool. And how do you feel about the new album? Is this going to be, like, the biggest and baddest thing you guys have ever done? Mr. Vigna? Which album are you referring to? The new one that you're on tour for, right? The Atonement, right? It's out. It came out pretty good. <laughs> you feel good about it? I feel, feel great pretty, about it. I'm super about it. <laughs> yeah. Was, like pretty superstar yeah so i think it's the best thing that we've done you know i haven't heard yet to be honest i'm sorry you're poser i'm a fucking poser i'm sorry and coming to your green room and creep you guys out 
fail. Oh, oh. <laughs> this dude's a fail, dude. Don't listen to his show. <laughs> no, dude, it's all good. Fucking, you guys are doing your thing, and like nobody really comes close to what you're doing, though. I mean, in the past like ten years, I think there's kind of been a resurgence in like ugly death metal, like especially like you know stuff that's not trying to be all technical, brutal, etc. And I think you guys kind of like set the bar for like innovation with blasphemy and just fucking atmosphere and stuff like that, you know? Cool. Well, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> After 30 years, I hope, well, you know, yeah. whatever we're doing. Well, at least we set that bar. Right. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Seeing that you are Ross the Boss. You I'm th- not Ross the Boss. You're not Ross the Boss? I thought you were Ross the Boss still. No, no, no. Ross the Dolan. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were Ross the Boss. I'm, I'm, oh, I think man. it's cool that... Fuzzy you're, shit. You're getting your bands mixed up now. Totally, totally. <laughs> I thought you were Ross the Boss on, the f- on fucking the first album or some shit. Like, somebody thanked you in a fucking line of sheet with that. Oh, yeah. No, I never... That's, that's, that's a dude Are you into metal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, enough. What metal. bands are you referring to? Yeah, uh, this is actually the... Po- like, this is the Chris Farley show right now. <laughs> uh, I just think it's cool he didn't like sue you guys, you know, for you being Ross too or something like that. I figured Joey DeMaio would have been like, yeah. <laughs> Joey DeMaio shows up and sues you for having the same name or something like that, like you know. Name Joey? Yeah, Joey or Ross would be like, dude, my name's Josh. Josh? Yeah. Imagine if I get sued. No, nothing. I'm just this fucking clumsy dude over here. Are you still playing in agoraphobia? No. Oh, all right. All right. He knows Gorephobia. Yeah, I know Gorephobia. Not that much of a fail. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we got to do sound Yeah, do your sound check. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to your fans downstairs. I'm sorry to bother you. <laughs> all right, Josh. Fucking, I'm, I'm, you know, fucking a little. You're all right. You're all right. You're all right. All right. You guys are from New York, you know. It's, I'm a little fucking, a <laughs> little different. Yeah. Can I interview for Direct Input Podcast? Sure, man. Rock and roll forever. Death metal and rock and roll. Y muchachos en bikini. What's your name? What do you do? Rafael. Uh, I smoke weed and drink beer. And lick pussy. Can I interview for Direct Input Podcast? Sure. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. You you uh you excited to see Immolation here? I am excited to see Immolation here. I think it's amazing that they're at this venue. I think it's great that they brought them here. Yes, it is. What's the one song that you're going to absolutely lose your shit to if they play it? Holy shit. Father, you're not a father. Really? Or anything off close to a world below. What about you guys? What's the one song you're going to lose your, your shit to? Father, you're a father, yeah. Definitely. Father, you know the father? Yes. Really? Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Were you guys molested or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Definitely not molested. All right. Definitely not molested, but they're about religion, right? Yeah. They're against religion. Oh, get yeah. the fuck up. Kind of like deicide and all them, right? They're against religion. Yeah, of all yes, types. That's what it's about. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's all right because some people don't understand that. Yeah. Most people do, that don't know this kind of metal, they don't understand that most of these bands are against it or for it. Vice versa. 
about metal and stuff. And it's kind of crazy because they don't think they understand it, but there is a metal. There's a there is a message behind it. What's the message? The message is to do the right thing in life. You know what I mean? Speak out about what you believe. You mean like fucking like be like all politically correct? Yes, I do. I do. And a lot of your uh, death metal bands talk about uh, what the world's gonna be like, you know, in in the future. They're gonna. They're already telling you now what's going on. They got a crystal ball. Yeah. No, maybe not. Who knows? I never seen Deicide. I wish I could see Deicide, but they haven't been around, and I've never heard of them around. But I seen Obituary and Morbid Angel, many times. Where you guys from? We're from Derry, New Hampshire. Yeah, 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 we're brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. How long you been at it? For a long time, we're 50. 50? Yeah. I'm 50. <laughs> We've seen a lot of bands. Yeah, yeah. Biohazard and Sacred Rack and Sick of It All and the whole nine. Yeah? Everything. All right. We've seen Sepultura many times. Yeah? What was the best Sepultura tour? Sepultura tour was incredible. We've seen it back in, I don't know, 93 and, and probably like 2000. Very good. Joe, what are you doing, by the way? You, you, you're here supporting the, the show, obviously. Absolutely. You doing a new band? Oh, huh? You doing a new band? No, I'm still in the band that I've been in. What band have you been in that nobody knows about? <laughs> I, I want to I get mad at that, but you're right. We're called Plea of Insanity. So fucking uh, members of PETA from Raising Kubrick, the drummer? Yes. Raising Kubrick and Spider Gates. And also Steve, former Terrible Night for a Curse. A terrible name for a band. Absolutely. <laughs> we were nice guys, though. It was fun times. How has being a father changed your life? I have less spare time, so I have to be very smart with how I use my spare time to stay productive. Okay. Yeah. You know? You happy? Oh, absolutely. Living the dream? Living the dream. What else are you going to do before the end of the year? Any more shows you're going to make make an absolute point to go see? Oh, I don't know. There's not a lot of the year left. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. I don't have riveting. For that. Riveting. <laughs> I want to die doing this. Keep on doing this thing. You want to die at the show? No, I said, I, I know. I want to be like B.B. King that, that says, I want to play until I die. I want to do the shows until I die. Okay. Yeah, well, I think you got a good chance. I think there's plenty more heavy metal coming in the next 20 years. Yeah, when do you want to die, by the way? What if, what if you just die in your sleep? Would that be acceptable? That's all right. I don't care. I'd rather die in my sleep than in die anywhere else. Because right. I won't even know. I won't even know I died. <laughs> How about Biohazard? Biohazard? Incredible. They got that porn star in there, right? He was on Oz. They got a porn star. Did they get a porn star? I've seen him a couple times. He I went to jail on HBO. I saw him in... Uh, and Lowell with, with um, Insane Clown Posse. Why would you want to do that? Why would I want to do what? Go see Inclain, uh, the In Clown Posse. What do you call I, it? They were playing with Biohazard. I like Biohazard. I don't give a shit. They were playing with... Um, what's, the, what's the other band that they fucking... Uh, Was Urban Discipline a big album in Derry, New Hampshire? What? Was Urban Discipline a big album in Derry, New Hampshire? I don't know. I don't know, but I know that... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I My guys did a tribute set here last year. They did fucking, uh, it was Abnormality doing fucking like no. all the fucking Urban Discipline. Nope. Urban Discipline. Urban Discipline was a great album by Biohazard. It's essential. What? It's essential. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
What are you going, the kissing booth tonight? Yeah, you want to come? Oh. <laughs> I don't want you to come out. I'm not going in there. Really? <laughs> he asked me all these perverted questions. You came up to me with the mic. Oh, I just say you're like leaning in the kissing booth. I'm leaning against it. Yeah, but your ass is in the... Just for that, you're not going to get any ass. <laughs> What's it mean? Uh, you, you, you're playing desolate, I take it, right? Yes, sir. Drew is your name, I believe, right? That's it. That's the one. What's it mean to be here and be playing immolation, uh, be playing with immolation tonight? It's just going to be fucking amazing. I'm feeling like, you know, I don't really deserve to be here. I'm just lucky, I suppose. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty right. much. You're going to be like all studio, like just very professional, like show up. Boys, we're gonna have a good game. We're gonna do our work. Yeah, I'm a, I'll just stand in the corner, you know, not facing anybody. Just do my thing, and uh, Immolation's gonna destroy, man. That's what well, it's all about. Get ready to fucking get your shit fucking on stage in front of that back line. That's right. <laughs> You're gonna have fun. Yes, I will. Everyone will. All right, looking forward to it. Duncan, can I interview you for Direct Input Podcast? Um, was there to ask? Oh, you got a minute. Um, okay, I mean, I haven't been asked any questions, but yeah, sure. You got a minute. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I will say that Immolation is probably my favorite heavy band of all time. From Actually, I don't think there really are any close seconds. I don't know, I just kind of makes me feel 16 again back to when, you know. I was, How old are you? Unfortunately, 25. Too fucking old. And everyone's like, no, you're not old. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm fucking old. Yeah, I know. Immolation makes me hark back to those late night YouTube crawls when, yes, I know I didn't buy it. Sue me. I bought it later when I actually had money. But uh, yeah, I was like fucking 15 or 16 when I first heard Donna Possession. And yeah, it was. I mean, they're just like one of the many death metal bands I got into at a young age when I was like moving from being, you know, a thrash kid to listen to like all the shitty earache retro thrash acts. You you remember all those acts. And then, yeah, I know, Dawn of Possession, I mean, wasn't really that different, but I think that was also right around when, um, it's probably right around when like the first tracks from uh, Majesty and Decay are getting released. And yeah, I mean, after that, I think I think I was pretty much a uh, follower for life. And then, actually, there was... All right, that's a minute. Jesus Christ, Duncan. My God. Well, you could have cut me off. All right. I'm cutting you off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I Thanks, buddy. How'd you like that Hampton Beach show, by the way? Oh, that, that was probably one of the best shows I've had all year, even in spite of uh, decrepit births, uh, technical difficulties. What do you mean, technical difficulties? Matt's guitar shitting the bed and the uh, click and the bullshit of the click tracks not synchronizing or something like that but hey I mean still fun chilling with them the rest of the show was still sick especially uh, suffocation just get better and better and uh, for anyone who's like oh no Frank no care fuck you they're they're better than ever. All right, Duncan. Okay. All right. All right. We got you. We got you. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Can I interview you for a direct input podcast? Sure. Can I call you Goat Throat? Absolutely. Why would I want to call you Goat Throat? 
uh, because of uh, our past lives working at Spooky World, where I would uh, make goat noises at all the people uh, in between death metal growls. What's, uh, this is in the Foxborough location where we were together at Spooky World, right behind Gillette Stadium. That is absolutely correct, although it was called Foxborough Stadium at the time, back when they had the trail, and uh, a few years after they demolished the trail, and we had a vampire house and all kinds of fun stuff. Have you haunted since? Yes, I have. I've worked for uh, Scary Acres as well as Fear Town. What was the last season you took in? Uh, last year at Fear Town, I did a couple of nights, and uh, it was a good time. I still got my death metal growl going for uh, for that kind of thing. Really? Yeah, and there's a full contact night this year, too. A full contact? What do you mean? Like fucking shoulders and pads? Uh, no, we're allowed to slap them around, and they're not allowed to touch us. What do you mean slap? You, you actually go in there and start slapping people. That, from what I understand, uh, if you ask Orgy Maggot Feast, he, he's worked one. I've never worked one before, but I guess you can get up right in people's grill, shove them, do whatever, and uh, maybe I'm exaggerating a little because I haven't done it yet, but uh, that, that is my understanding of it so far. You really want to just go up to people and start slapping them around? In theory, yes. I mean, it's not actually a very nice thing to do, but they're paying for it. So. Paid for it. So, I mean, how can you not? So, you're like, you're like a fucking male dominatrix. Uh, sometimes I am, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm what they call a switch in that scene. That's another whole scene altogether. That's like a bi-coastal sort of thing, right? Pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> so, when, um, I haven't put on any costumes or haunted since fucking doing the thing back then. What are you looking at, chump? Hey, why don't you come over here? Why don't you come over here? Why don't you walk away from me? Yeah. All right. This, this sound check's going on forever. I made a complete yeah. ass in front of myself, in front of Immolation. I just asked about old Yonkers bands. I'm like, who's good? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know the name of the new album. And, and they, they, they made fun of me. They humiliated me. Oh, that, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Is Death Room from Yonkers? That's what I said. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, whatever happened to Death Room? They're a good band. I, I like that. They only had a couple demos, I think, but... Uh, man, that was good stuff. I think they were from Yonkers. See, but we're on the same page here. Yeah. This is why I wanted to know about Death Room too, and that's that. You know. Definitely, definitely. All right. So you just backed me up. That's thank you, Scott. Thank you, Mr. Goat Throat. Absolutely. <laughs> What's the one song you're gonna lose your shit to when Immolation plays it? If they play it, Rival the Eminent. Rival the what? What? Rival the Eminent. I think it's called. It's all unholy cults. A rival of the Eminent. That's it. Yeah. What's that about Jesus? I think so. It's it's not the death to Jesus song that they say over and over again, but uh, it's got it's got a pretty good uh, outro. Yeah, we got a lot of no Jesus, no beast fans here tonight. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of love for Jesus tonight, and I'm okay with that. Really, I think most of us are. All right, we're gonna we're gonna fuck around. Thank you, sir. Anytime, man. Thank you. Hey, what's what do you think the Jesus worshiping indexes tonight here? Uh, zero. Okay. Zero. All right. What do you think the Jesus warp zero. should be? I agree. Zero. I agree. What about um, like Moses? How, you think he's hanging around here in the power rankings tonight? We meet no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what form of Satan would be the number one power ranking for uh, immolation? I don't know. Ron, you're killing the interview. Come on. <laughs> All right. If you could have one Immolation album in your fantasy lineup, what would it be? Dawn of Possession. I can't hear you. Dawn of Possession. Dawn of Possession, the first one. That's, that's the ultra pure. Yeah. And how about you? What, what, what's your starting QB for an Immolation album? 
Here and after's great. But atonement's just absolutely great. There's, there's no shitty emulation. There is none. This is my favorite band. Yeah. Why are they your favorite band? You don't look like a church burner. Wow. You, you know, are, like, we, are we judging? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <fuck it. laughs> ah, why do I like them so much? What is what is I this? Like time riffs. They've always been great at it. Great at it. Nobody nobody beats them. Nobody beats them. I agree. Nobody does like emulations. Nobody does. All right. I'm gonna walk away now. <laughs> you know,